Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. It is another edition of Phillies Today. I'm your host, James Seltzer. It is Monday, August the 24th as we come off a mostly disappointing weekend down in Atlanta. The one that did end with some fun uh, as the Phillies lose two of three in Atlanta, losing the first two, winning the third. But uh, it was, again, definitely a uh, a more disappointing than not weekend. Certainly getting boat raced on Friday 11-2, Saturday a gut punch of a loss, we'll get to it. And then yesterday, a 5-4 win that was pretty thrilling in the end, but ultimately not nearly enough to make up for what was a, again, highly disappointing weekend as the Phillies are now 10-14. and 14. On the season, prior to the weekend's action, though, the Phillies, uh, well, I guess not prior. It was uh, during the game on Friday night. It was finalized. But the one prior to the game, the Phillies made a couple of trades to shore up that bullpen, trading Addison Russ, a minor league arm with some promise for David Hale, Yankees relief pitcher, who has, you know, pitched major league innings before. And then a, a bigger deal trading Nick Pavetta, Cianeggi. And Connor Siebold, who's a legitimate prospect for the Phillies to the Red Sox. For Brandon Workman and Heath Henry Workman, the Red Sox closer for the last year plus. And Henry, again, a major league pitcher. Workman's good, uh, though did not have a great weekend for the Phillies, whereas Heath Henry in his one outing was, was dominant. We'll talk about it. But ultimately, I, I don't know. Personally, I I understand that this bullpen is a travesty it is among the all-time horrendous units we've ever seen in this city in any sport but i also don't think that trading a prospect like connor siebold for relievers who aren't you know i think hembry's signed for one year past this but workman's a free agent at the end of the year i mean i don't know connor siebold's a, a nice prospect and and you don't have a lot of those and 
in a weird, shortened sham of a season type of thing to go all in on some relievers. I, I just, I don't know. I'm torn because I definitely wanted the bullpen to not be as bad as it's been. If that's something that was even remediable by adding some some relief pitchers, but ultimately, I, um, I don't know. It feels short-sighted to me, and I understand it. Again, I think that you know, look, Matt Clentak could be. GMing for his job, theoretically, I suppose. Um, though it does seem like these, there's also the chance that he could keep his job even if they, you know, do have a horrible uh, year, just because it is such a weird, shortened season thing that it's so hard to take any true judgments away from. But ultimately, look, um, getting and again, look, Addison Ross certainly a more promising future than David Hale. Um, and when you're making trades with Brian Cashman and Chaim Bloom, you know, I generally tend to think that Matt Clentag is going to be the one getting fleeced in that situation. But again, look, people wanted him to go out and fix up the bullpen, and he made some trades to help the bullpen, so we'll see how it plays out down the road here. It didn't make much of a difference this weekend, uh, ultimately a little bit, you know, as we'll talk about in one game, but not so much in the other. Um but again, I do think that I don't think this bullpen is fixable by adding a couple guys like this. And ultimately, it just feels like it's a Band-Aid on a larger wound type of thing that could, you know, be a, a hindrance to your future in one way or another by giving away the guys you gave away. So don't really like the trade, but I'm happy the bullpen will be better. That's kind of where I stand on it. Again, I, you know, it just feels short-sighted to me. Uh, again, for something that I don't think is ultimately a, a big enough fix for what matters to this team, you know. Uh, all right, let's look at the weekend's action. Friday, just boat raced. Just a horrendous showing. And it was particularly disappointing after coming off losing game two in Boston and then going to Toronto and having that just disastrous doubleheader up in Toronto, you know, being ahead in both games, losing them. Uh, prior to their win on Sunday, the Phillies were ahead in five games that week that they lost. I mean, think about that. <sighs> they were ahead in that Boston game. They were ahead in both Toronto games, and they were ahead on Friday and Saturday. Um, they got up 2 nothing in this game. Uh, excuse me, one nothing. sorry. Uh, and then the Braves poured it on. The, the second run came late, but... Um, it was just disappointing after the gut punch loss in Toronto you expected going into Atlanta that they, if nothing else, would show up for game one with some sort of fight. You know, it wouldn't, I'm not saying they had to come and, and dominate, but just to, to show up and not roll over would have been nice. But 11-2, to just Atlanta pours it on. Aaron Nola just didn't have it. And Nola's been so good, as we know. Um, just the last three starts prior to that had been you know, peak Nola, just some of the best Aaron Nola we've seen, and then uh, not the best here is a two and two thirds, six hits, four runs, three walks, uh, allows a couple homers, only three strikeouts. Again, only makes it through two and two thirds innings, used 71 pitches to go that long. Not what you're looking for, and the bullpen was a disaster after that. I mean, Reggie McLean. Two innings, four runs, only one of the earn, but not great. Cole Irvin, predictably, an inning and two-thirds gives up three runs. Cole Irvin is awful. He's an awful major league pitcher. 
Awful, 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 awful. He's not a major league pitcher. He shouldn't be on a roster. Jojo Romero pitched a clean inning uh, in the ninth, uh, or excuse me, the eighth. Uh, looked great, so that was cool, I suppose. But what a horrendous showing in this game. Just really, uh, the Phillies, again, in a very disappointing, at least to me, turn of events there to just really not show up for the game. Um Again, after such a disappointing loss, uh, disappointing series, disappointing doubleheader in Toronto, you, you figured they'd come out and they'd fight a little bit. And, man, did they not. Uh, and, again, Nola, a bummer. And the bullpen just, what a disaster. Let's get to Saturday so you get a disaster. It's Saturday, you know, it's it's crazy. Because um, a lot of teams don't have these gut-punch-type losses often and certainly not multiple times in a season and certainly not multiple times in a shortened season the Phillies already have three it's it's insane they had the Baltimore game the Segura running over the mound then and losing that game which was a an all-time loss still probably the craziest game of the season so far just insanity and a, a horrendous horrible way to lose a game then the 9-7 loss in Toronto where they were up 7 to nothing. And then on Friday night, excuse me, on Saturday night against Atlanta, they're up 4 to nothing. And it was just another one of the these types of losses, maybe not quite as gut-punchy. I mean, but it really did feel like it was, especially because they stormed back in the ninth. Phillies go up early. Harper hits a 470-foot home run in the first inning. A two-run shot. Just an absolute blast. And Zach Wheeler was dealing as the Phillies got added another in the fifth. McCutcheon, a bomb in the sixth. Uh, excuse me, the seventh got on the board with a homer there. Uh, as McCutcheon's starting to heat up a little bit. McCutcheon now two homers after that one. Has uh, really looked good. Um, had some big hits on Sunday, too. Um, really has been great for a while, which is exciting to see. Um, ultimately up 4 nothing in the 7th. Wheeler cruising. Wheeler runs into a little trouble in the 7th, gives up a couple runs, gets out of it, but really a nice outing from Zach Wheeler. Seven innings, five hits, no walks, eight strikeouts, only those two runs. was really nice to see. Uh, I thought Wheeler was great. And then, uh, and then Hector Neris came in. In the eighth. And uh, it all fell apart. Neris ultimately gets charged with three earned runs, even though Brandon Workman, the newly acquired Brandon Workman, came in and uh, allowed some of those runners to score. He did not look great. Came in the very first battery faced a, a double that scored a couple. Um, they fall down five to four. Um they battle back in the ninth. If the base is loaded, Bryce Harper, a fly out to left field, shallow left. Runner scores. It works. Able to get home. Um, as at first, it looked like uh, he was going to be out. The throw beat him. But Neil Walker was able to get underneath it. And it's 5-5. And you're like, honestly, you know what you're feeling. Is after it had already happened, again, it felt like they were going to blow it, and that's what stunk, and they did blow it. Brandon Workman gives up a run in the ninth, and Adam Duvall hit, wins it, and uh, it just sucked. 
it was a sucky loss. It really was. It was a sucky loss. Uh, again, maybe not as gut punchy as having a seven nothing lead that you blow, but it was up there. It really felt like a deflating loss, especially again for a team that had at that point lost four in a row. It was their fifth loss in a row. Um, seeing the season slip through their fingers, not showing up at all the night before, and having the lead and battling and it's just uh it was a really tough loss it was it was a tough loss and i dropped them to nine and 14 at the time second worst record in the national league to get the win yesterday make it 10 and 14 but um again it was a really bad weekend for the phils i know that they won on sunday we'll get to that in a sec but it was not a good weekend i don't care that they won on sunday and it was fun this was a disappointing weekend losing two of three in it Atlanta off day today, but then back at it with Washington. And, uh, you know, look, it's a short season, but um, – and a lot of teams are, are condensed and tight. But you could fall out of it and not have time to get back into it, uh, you know. I mean, Bryce Harper had a quote prior to Sunday's game um, that kind of, you know, alluded to, to what the type of stuff you need to do if you really dig a hole. He said, we have minimal games to play this year. Referring to the short 60-game schedule. Uh, we have to win. We have to go on a streak and win 9 of 10. It needs to happen. That's very tough to do in baseball, but to get to where we need to be, it needs to happen. I mean, look, he's not wrong. Maybe 9 of 10, you know, they don't need to do that with as many playoff teams as make the playoffs this year and all that stuff. But, like, they need to find ways to go on some streaks, and, and this team has not been built for that. I mean, as we know, they have not won five games in a row since 2018. I mean, that's crazy. How you going to win 9 or 10, Bryce? And look, I'm all for the sentiment. I want that. I I, I agree that that's something that we kind of need. You know, this team could really use an 8 out of 10 streak or something and, uh, you know, a way to kind of climb back into the race in a meaningful way and not these brutal losses they can't afford to not show up they can't afford for their bullpen to continue to continue to continue to continue to blow games like it's just they're not good enough to win nine and ten because the bullpen's not gonna let them i mean that's honestly the basic fact of it all is that we know i mean think about it have they gone 10 games this year where the bullpen hasn't blown any i mean no of course not we can't go two games without the bullpen not blowing it maybe we go three what a miracle it is i mean come on what a miracle so, you know, I, I just – Saturday was another example of that, just kind of the, the hammer coming down and, and reminding you what this team is in the end. And even with this trade, that's why, again, I just don't think the trades are enough. Brandon Workman, who really struggled, and he got the save on Sunday. We'll get to that. But by the skin of his teeth is a phrase that I believe uh, is often used in situations that uh, would apply there. And – um and again, I like Workman more than I like Embry, and Embry obviously looked great yesterday. But um, you know, it just feels like this team has such a deficiency on the back end there that adding these guys isn't going to make a big, big enough difference. And you're giving up real pieces potentially for that. I mean, look, Addison Russ isn't is a, a reliever, but a, could be a good one. And again, the fact that Brian Cashman is doing it, especially because it looked like David Hale was a DFA candidate for the Yankees, so. Um, it just felt like panic moves to me. It didn't feel like a smart GMing and 
and all that. But, you know, we'll see. Ultimately, again, it should make them better, which is at least in and of itself something considering how awful it has been to watch this team this year. And if it makes it any better, I mean, I'll take that. I'll take anything I can get just to not have to watch this bullpen over and over and over again. All right, on to Sunday. The Phillies end up winning at 5-4. to four. What a miracle, and it was an exciting one, a thrilling win uh, as the Phillies got up early and then, in true Phillies fashion, made it really close in the end. Um, but this time didn't actually blow it. Uh, Phillies get up early in the second inning on, yes, folks, Alec Bohm's first major league home run, a blast to right center field, just crushed it. I think it went like 440-something feet or something, I believe. Um, just a, a massive shot to the opposite field that just showed the uh, potential uh, this kid has, the strength that he can have when he can put it all together. Bohm goes three for three on the day. He's batting 344 with a 5.6, excuse me, a 4.62 OBP and a 5.31 slugging percentage. He's got an OPS right around 1,000. He's 24. This is great. Alec Bohm, one of the few bright spots from the weekend just in general, the fact that he is so real, this kid. Like, he is a real hitter. Now, on the flip side, he is a disaster at third base. We all saw it. I mean, he made multiple misplays this weekend that were gimme plays for a third baseman that every third baseman has to make. He is not a major league third baseman, and ultimately I think his natural position is DH. I mean, he should be a DH, and and you hope that uh, DH stays in the National League, which I I think there's a good chance of that happening. But, um, you know, Alcbohm's not a third baseman. He's a disaster out there. He really is. But, again, he's so good with the bat, like, such a natural hitter, such a talented hitter, and uh, and that's exciting because you know that's something the Phillies have lacked: young talent uh, from their system who can really be elite at something. He could has the chance to be an elite type of hitter. I'm really impressed with Bohm and what he's done. He gets him on the bird early. Uh, Reese Hoskins, second homer of the season. How about it? This one, uh, uh, more of a Hoskins-esque home run. Pulls it. Uh, into the left field seats, just uh, crushed it. Scoring McCutcheon, making it 3 nothing in the third. Then Dede would follow it up a little bit later with a shot to right field. One of those line drive home runs where it left the bat, it just kind of kept going. It, it, it almost looked like even the right fielder didn't think it was going to be out, but then turned around and all of a sudden it was like sailing way over his head and out. And uh, it goes 4 nothing. And look, they would need all every single one of these runs in the third. Uh, the Braves would get to Zach Eflin a bit, and uh, it would be four to three after third. As Eflin pitched, you know, well enough, not amazing, but five and a third, three earn, six hits, three walks, six strikeouts. So not disastrous, but also not great. But you know, he did um, get them through five and a third, which is something, and uh, ultimately gets the win for the game, uh, allowing too many base runners. So still, but then after that, Heath Henry comes in. Makes his Phillies debut, goes an inning and two-thirds shutout baseball. Pitched really well. Um, certainly ingratiated himself to Philadelphia coming in and just getting out. 18 pitches to get through an inning and two-thirds was awesome. Um, again, I like Workman more in general in a macro sense, but Hembreed certainly made a much stronger first impression. And then Tommy Hunter, a clean inning as well, two strikeouts, which was shocking. Um, then we'll get to Workman in the ninth, but the uh, Phillies took a. Uh, it was four to three heading in the fourth. McCutcheon RBI single made it five to three. Is again Andrew McCutcheon 
She continues to rake two for five in this game. Hoskins was also two for five. Boom, three for three. Um, but then the ninth comes around, and it gets scary. Brandon Workman comes in for the save. They're up five to three, and Workman starts getting worked a little bit. Gives up a base runner, ends up getting it out at second, then gives up another base runner. Um, and it's getting scary as, uh, of course, of course, Freddie Freeman steps to the plate with two runners on. And it's a double to left center field off Workman. And, oh, my God. You're really to left field. And uh, just, you know, you're freaking out. You're, you're, you're like, of course. Of course. Of course. This is happening again. Why wouldn't I have seen it happening again? And uh, the first run scores. And a great throw by Andrew McCutcheon. A great real-life play to the plate. And Andrew Knapp, Mr. Nappy dives and tags Dansby Swanson before he scores. The Phillies win it 5-4 on a walk-off tag out. How about it? You don't see those every day. A walk-off play at the plate. It was thrilling. It really was. Look, again, with all the gut punch losses we've had with this team, it was really nice to actually see a thrilling, exciting win. It really was. It was a great win. Again, a little less great in the sense of the closer guy you just traded for Really did blow it for all intents and purposes, but was saved by the defense in that case. And maybe Swanson shouldn't have gone there, whatever you want to argue, but ultimately um, gets bailed out. So, you know, you don't feel great about the bullpen and the way they held up in that situation, especially up 4 nothing early on and all that type of stuff. So, you know, it's not like it's a, um, a true celebration of it, but ultimately a really fun way to win. And uh, especially when your heart sinks, when the double when uh, leaves Freeman's bat, and especially Freeman's at the plate to begin with. And you're like, of course, of course it's Freddie Freeman. Why would it be anybody else up in this spot other than Freddie freaking Freeman? It, of course. Uh, how could I have thought it would be anyone else? And then he hits it and you're just, your heart sinks. You know what's happening. We've been here too many times this season. It just feels all too real, all too natural. It's like, yep, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, I know this game, I know this game, I've been here before, uh, but ultimately, again, a, a just terrific throw by Andrew McCutcheon, a terrific relay, and they get him at the plate, and it was a, a thrilling, exciting win, but again, uh, sadly, it just can't overshadow the weekend on the whole and how bad the Phillies played in games one and two, how disappointing those losses were coming off the Toronto games and just knowing how important every game is this season. The, the loss on Friday just not showing up at all, just getting boat raced, especially when, look, Nola wasn't good, but you also come in knowing, knowing your ace is on the hill and you expect to get a little juice from that. The Phillies most certainly did not bring any juice from that, not even a little bit. And, uh, you know, it was just kind of a bummer. It was a bummer of a performance from the Phillies in that game. And then Saturday to lose like they did just to, just to blow it, just to blow it so horrendously. Um, you know, I think that you really do come away from the weekend feeling more disappointed than happy. But look, the, they can get back at it. And uh, and change our minds, right? As uh, maybe they go on that streak Bryce Harper is talking about. If they do, it'll start tomorrow off today. But then uh, Washington and Atlanta this week, and then Washington again after that. So they have their next ten games are seven against Washington and three against Atlanta. Uh, three in Washington tomorrow, 
Wednesday and Thursday, and then home for the next uh, seven, which would be nice. Home for the three against Atlanta and then the four against Washington. Um, Jay Garrett on the hill tomorrow against Eric Fetty of the Nationals, uh, at least how it lines up now. Spencer Howard against Patrick Corbin on Wednesday. And then Aaron Nola against Max Scherzer on Thursday. That is, you know, that's that's why you watch. And, and you hope that it's Nola back feeling it and dealing and not the, the Nola we saw uh, in Atlanta, sadly, because that was not a great one. Uh, but first, it's Arietta and, uh, and the Phillies need something from him today. The Phillies again, uh, excuse me, tomorrow, um, off today, obviously. Um, because the Phillies are not where you want to be from a standings perspective. Phillies in last place in the National League East at 10-14, and 14, a half game by Washington. So obviously it's an important series coming up. They're a game behind New York. That's the crazy thing is they're not that far out, as bad as they've been. Uh, and they're two games back of Miami, four games back of Atlanta for the division lead. Um, right now, the Phillies with the second worst record in the National League by winning percentage. But Cincinnati and Milwaukee are just barely slightly ahead of them. And you know, teams that are in the playoff chase are uh, well under 500, uh, like the Mets, who are only a, uh, a game out of the Phillies. So the Phillies, that's the crazy thing. Is as bad as they've been, as disappointing as they've been, is much as they stink, um, they're still in it. And uh, back at it tomorrow, and they need to win games. That's what it comes down to. They need to start winning games. It's it's put up or shut up time. You made some trades. Uh, whether I agree with them or not, the, the pen should be better, and now it's time to win some games. It's actually everything. So we'll see if they can actually make it happen. Uh, so we'll be back tomorrow. We'll look uh, ahead to that series in Washington, what's coming up, and uh, dive in. To what this team needs to do to start to, to turn things around because it's time. There's not much time to waste. We're almost halfway through the season. We're getting there. It's pretty close. 24 games in, right? Uh, that's uh, that's pretty crazy. We're, we're pretty close. Uh, 30 coming up. So uh, this week, by the end of this week, we'll be halfway through the season. So big ones coming up. Again, we'll be here for it all. So until tomorrow, stay safe, stay healthy, and thank you for listening to another edition of Phillies Day right here on the Phillies 24-7 Network. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.